everyone, and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. How's it going, Emma? It's going. We made it through January. I mean, 2019's already one-twelfth of the way over. Which is... Actually, it doesn't seem like that much time has passed um, when you break it down into twelfths. But Christmas was only a month ago, and that seemed like a long time ago for me. Yeah, it seems like 10 years ago. I know. I'm ready for another vacation. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm like already burnt out, and I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> let's go somewhere, but I don't have money, so. I know. I want to go somewhere warm. I can't stand like all this rain and clouds. And <gasps> Okay, cold. so here's something that I learned about. So I had heard the term Blue Monday before, but I didn't know that it was an actual thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess, I don't know, people were telling, I was educated this past week. Uh, Blue Monday is the third Monday of January that is just, for some reason, really depressing for a lot of people. What? Partic- yeah, particularly if you have seasonal affective disorder or... Mm-hmm. I guess other sorts of mood disorders, like maybe depression. I don't know if it's really affected with that, but I guess they call it Blue Monday because everybody just gets a big case of the blues. Yeah, I mean, like January and February do kind of just suck in general because of the weather. True. Looking forward to March. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think springtime will be good. Yeah. But I don't know. I get like I guess it makes sense because it's like after the holidays, the weather is still really shitty, but you don't have much to look forward to. Like there's no yeah, yeah joy. Although sometimes <laughs> the holidays are just like really stressful and not very joyful. Um, but yeah, I don't know because uh, my blue Monday was a very sunny day and I had a great day and I got tacos for lunch and I just had a nice time so i was like I'm sunday's so fucking for great. you thank you how was your blue monday my blue monday was pretty good only had to work like six hours so that was nice nice and um got some ice cream amazing it's great <laughs> i great. don't know if you listened to our last episode um but uh, listeners, I suppose, but mostly Emma, because uh, <laughs> I, I was debating, like, cutting out the part when Travis comes in to give you a blizzard. Yeah. But I decided to leave it in because it was so funny. And then there's also uh, a moment when you're talking later on where you're, like, clearly talking around a mouthful of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she just sounds weird here. So if they have the reference of her getting a blizzard earlier... That'll just make more sense. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I only had, like, a few bites while we were recording, um, but by the end of it, like, he came so early that by the end of it, it was, like, halfway melted. I was really sad. I remember when I was a kid, I would always get a blizzard and, like, eat half of it and then freeze it and then eat the rest of it the next day because I almost liked it better when it was, uh, like, more frozen solid because it's the ice milk and it just, like, is very soft. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like... A fresh blizzard, hmm. like, ready to go. But I will not turn down a day-old blizzard after being in the freezer. I mean, I'm not really going to turn down any sort of ice cream. Although, um, we made a terrible error last year 
where we bought like Briars vanilla ice cream on a whim because it was cheap and we were just like, we just need ice cream. Except yeah. that it wasn't ice cream. If you look on it, it doesn't say ice cream anywhere on it. It is like Briars vanilla frozen dessert. Oh. And it tastes like garbage. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so bad. Keegan refused to eat it. Oh. I I was like, well, I'll probably eat it. Because I go through moods where I'm like, I just need to eat trash right now. Usually when I'm BMSing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, it'll be fine. I'll eat it. Like, it's fine. And I think I had, I think I went back for it like once. And I was like, this kind of sucks. And then I went back for it one other time like a month later so i had forgotten what it tasted like mm-hmm. and i was like no i can't <laughs> we just threw it out oh so now i very carefully check all of my labels when i'm buying right. ice cream that it actually says ice cream on it right or like made That'd with real so cream disappointing yeah yeah fuck frozen dessert give me that real cream <laughs> uh when i was um in the states one of my friends down there she's like uh gluten-free and trying not to eat dairy and all that stuff and so I was trying to be like supportive of that and I don't have like a good track record with dairy either so I was like yeah I can jump on this bandwagon try and cut dairy out so we'd Mm -hmm. like go to the store and they have like um I think it's like halo top and it's dairy free oh Um, yeah I've seen that stuff it's also like I don't know it's like diet ice cream or something like that it's like 350 calories in a pint or whatever sure so we bought some because they have really interesting flavors like you could get like caramel waffle whatever and (laughs) tiramisu and i don't know mocha something anyways it was all garbage it tasted so bad oh yeah it was like fine for if you're just like you know, trying to live that dairy-free life and you just, this is all you can get. It was fine. But I was like, I would just rather suffer and eat real ice cream than have this Halo Top stuff. And like the texture wasn't even the same. It wasn't quite right. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Because there's some good dairy-free stuff out there. There is. Um, I think it's like lactate or something like that. It's just like a lactose-free milk or... Yeah, milk, and they make ice cream now, and their ice cream is, like, stupid good. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Man, just uh, flashing back to um, Christmas time, when we had to have, like, Christmas dinner, there were so many different, like, dietary restrictions for different people. So, like, (sighs) we had um, a vegetarian, we had a couple people who have, like, deathly nut allergies, we have someone who has a really bad gluten allergy... Someone who couldn't have dairy or soy. Mm-hmm. And just having to work around all of that was interesting. Yeah, I bet. We made it work, but it was just like, you can have this, but you can't have this, this, or this. And it's like, you can, but you can have this, but you can't have that. And then you can only eat this one. And then don't let the spoons like cross into the other one because it was like, yeah, it was rough. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah, we still had way too much food, though. Yeah. Because that's how it goes. That's how it always goes. You always have to have too much food. That's what the holidays are all about. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Emma. Hey, Danica. What are you drinking? Uh, tonight, I'm just having a little bubbly, sparkling water. Ooh, yes, my LaCroix boy is back. <laughs> That's me. Except it's probably Perrier, right? Uh, no, it's actually called Bubbly. What? Yeah, that's the brand. No. It's like, it's, it's like B-U-B, so like Bub-Ly, L-Y. You, you, <laughs> there's really a brand of sparkling water that's just called Bubbly? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be surprised by this, but it's blowing my mind because why, you can't do that. Why not? I don't know, because we talk about bubbly and it usually means champagne. And then when we are talking about sparkling water, it's, I mean, typically LaCroix now, but also Perrier and, you know, other types. Yeah. But it's just actually bubbly. Yeah. Fuck. And it's cheaper than LaCroix, so. Yeah, that's. off to them. That's good. Yeah. What flavor is it? Uh, grapefruit, because I am a basic bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got your grapefruit bubbly. <laughs> yep. Not pample mousse. Not pample mousse. We're not that fancy. Not this time. No. Uh, what you drinking? Um, do you remember Spectrum Brewing? Yeah. That made the hot pink lemonade? Yeah. I have their white chocolate stout this time. Ooh, is it good? It's really good. I feel like it might be too sweet for some people, but because it's a stout, it also has that really deep flavor to it, Mm -hmm. and I'm just really enjoying it. Good. I'm so glad. I'm a fan. Um, I think this one, yeah, this definitely has lactose in it, so if you're cool (laughs) with that... (laughs) Then I would recommend it. It's what like, is with all of these beers putting lactose in them? I don't know, but I'm just thinking about it now. I was at the liquor store and I saw this and I was like, ooh, I've been wanting to try that. So I got it. And then they also had the big bottles of the last strawberry. Oh, yeah. So I got that too. And that also has lactose in it. So just I'm just drinking really milky beer, I guess. <laughs> I have to sneeze. Oh, bless you. Thank you. That was a great sneeze. Thanks. Uh, Heckin' precious. Let's, thank you so much. (laughs) Let's talk about our topic for the week. Mm, Our topic for the month, actually. That's true. Because we attempted to do this for the entire month of January. Yep. And we tried journaling. Woohoo! Is that actually Doodling. how you feel about it? Um, because that's how I want to feel about it, but it's not yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is my like aspirational feelings for journaling. Yeah, you know, I I was seeing um last year especially, I feel like bullet journaling was so popular. Yes. Yeah. There were so many people showing videos of, like, this is how I do my bullet journal, and this is, like, my daily thing and my weekly thing and my monthly thing, and this is my, like, eating planner, and this is my, like, workout plan, and blah, 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 and I fill in all these things, and it's all beautiful with all the different pens, and I was like, 
oh my God, that's so beautiful. And I just wish that I could do that. But I know myself and I know that I can't. Yep. So I just didn't even try. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like looking at the bullet journaling because I was like, this just seems like a much more like concise way of journaling. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, that's very cool. But then I immediately was like, I need to make my bullet journal looks so beautiful i'd have to learn like calligraphy go buy all this washi tape and all these pens and i was just like this is not something i want to invest in like that's ridiculous they're so so detailed and they're all handmade like the whole idea is that you build it for yourself but all the ones that you see are so precise and picturesque and it's like i'm not that person i would just no. i would rather just go and buy like a very detailed uh planner and just work out of that yeah give me that any day of the week yeah who's got so time anyway. for it all anyways <laughs> journaling journaling this was our i guess new year's plan kind of yeah we were on yeah. like a new year new us cleansing i don't know jumping off you know like all that bullshit everyone does when it's january and it's like new year new me and then february hits and you're like same old bullshit as always yeah yeah i can already predict where this episode's going (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this was just our attempt to have a good start to the new year by getting our feelings out Onto paper. Onto paper with a pen. Ooh. Ooh. Let's talk about our first impressions of journaling. Yeah, I think we should. Um, Because my history with journaling is really inconsistent. I've always enjoyed the idea of it, but I've never been good at actually doing it. Right. There are, like, two times in my life when... I think I did it the most. The first time being when I was a really angsty teenager. Yeah. And that was like, that was a good time. That was all the like fucking, emo, going back to last week, it's all the like emo poetry coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the like really big emotions and just like, um, I'm just like, I, nobody understands me and I'm just going through so much when there was literally nothing wrong with my life yeah i had an amazing childhood i had a great upbringing like there was no reason for me to be complaining i was just an emotional teenager and uh yeah i i did that definitely not every day but i did it in phases i would go through periods of time when i would do it a lot and then i would kind of forget about it for a while and that's really fun and embarrassing to look back on. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I found a little journal with a bunch of entries from being like 14 and 15, I think. Yeah. And that 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 hurt to look at. <laughs> Not going to share those. No, I think I lost I <laughs> I either lost it or like I I think it's buried somewhere because I don't think I had it in me to throw it out even though I wanted to. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to look back on this like 20 years from now and I'm going to think that this is adorable. But yeah, I definitely buried it somewhere where I wouldn't find it. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then the other time that I somewhat consistently was journaling, wasn't even really journaling. It was when I was in university Mm -hmm. and I kept a pretty detailed planner for a couple years. Mm. And that was just to keep it straight in my head, all of the like due dates. And I worked for the university for a little while. And so I had a lot of meetings and I was on a couple committees that I had to meet with every week or every other week. And then the times would change and blah, blah, blah. And that journal is like really fun to look back on because I remember this really specific day in like my second year of university. And it was a day when I had no classes, but I had a full schedule from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh, my God. Just meetings. I think I had a half hour lunch break. And that was it. Oh, my God. And yeah, that was one of those like moments of realization when I was looking at it. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's great. Um, It's all happy times looking back on it. (laughs) But yeah, after that, uh, not a ton of experience with journaling. I've always enjoyed doing it or I've enjoyed the feeling like after doing it, the like really cathartic feeling. Mm -hmm. But I've been very bad at carving out the space to do it. Yeah. You know? I feel that. Yeah. Tell me about your history with journaling. Um, So I, like, discovered pretty recently, like, within the last few months that I started journaling, like, and I'm going to use that word loosely, when I was, like, super young, I think, like, eight, I found this, like, notebook at my mom's that had, like, these weird notes in it, but they were just, like, little notes, and in my little kid handwriting... And she doesn't even know what I was talking about. Like, I mentioned some people, and she's like, who's this person? And anyways, so that was pretty funny to, like, stumble upon. But I do remember. (laughs) When um, did you find that? When? Yeah. Um, Just, like, before Christmas, I think. Like, October or November. I don't even know what I was looking for at her house. But she just, like, you know, that's the house I grew up in. So she just has, like, a bunch of stuff. And there's, like... A old bookshelf. Oh, that's what I was looking at. An old bookshelf of mine. And it, now it has like a mix of her books, but also some of my old books. And I was looking for some older books that I read that we could do on the podcast, but I didn't really find anything good. Um, and then I found this like little notebook. So I opened it up and I was like, oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, but then I started journaling, I think a little bit more earnestly, um, when I was like 10, cause mm-hmm. that's when my parents got a divorce. So it was just like a way for me to, you know, ha- have my like emotional time. And I do remember journaling about like, I was going to run away and go live in the forest behind our house. Aww. we uh we would like go up there for walks and like picnics and stuff and I knew it pretty well so I was like I'm gonna go live here in like this deer den thicket area oh, hell yeah. and um there's like blackberry bushes everywhere so I can eat food and <laughs> um 
and I knew all like the other edible bushes that were back there. So um, I don't mean to laugh because I that's like a really emotional time for a kid. Yeah. But that's just so heckin' cute. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah. But then I went baby. to therapy instead, so I didn't have to run away. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when in doubt, therapy. Basically, yeah. Oh, so good. <clears throat> um. So yeah, um, that was kind of when I started using my journal as just really like a medium for like getting my innermost thoughts out. Um, and mm-hmm. then I would journal periodically like through high school. Um, I was always like gifted journals. So I have, I still have a ton on my bookshelf that are like empty or have like one or two entries in them because they'd be like new. Oh yeah, like, I have so I many like blank notebooks that yeah. I have used Either not at all or, like, once or twice. Yeah. Oh, and they're so good. Yeah. I love a new notebook. So beautiful. So ripe with possibilities. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the time that I journaled the best was actually um, after high school when Jamie and I, our friend Jamie and I, and then we met up with two of our other friends when we went to Europe. I kept a very detailed travel journal, and for the entire, like, four weeks that I was gone, I definitely put an entry in there every night or most nights. I think there was a couple times I missed it because I was, like, drunk or something. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. That's so smart, though. Yeah, and I kept, like, train ticket stubs and, like, all of these other, like, little memento things. Um, I still have that, but there are definitely some, like... Cringy entries in there. I mean, that's fine, but I feel like a travel journal, especially, is really smart and important because even like, especially on um, a journey like that where you're doing so much in such a short amount of time, it can feel like such a whirlwind, and you won't even remember what you did like two days prior. Oh yeah, I've never been able to keep one since like on the trips that I've been on. Wow, really. That was the only trip. Damn. Yeah, I did a similar thing for Disney World because it was so much. And we were, like, getting up at the crack of dawn and staying until the park closed, like, every single night. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited and sleep-deprived and (laughs) having, like, the greatest time, but also, like, not remembering any of it. So I made sure to write down, like, what we did every single day. Because I knew that I was going to forget and I knew that I would get home and people would ask me about the trip and I would be like, I don't know, man. It was great. <laughs> it's like, oh, but what did you do? It's like, I don't know. But I had Disney. a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a great time. I don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally get that. <laughs> but yeah, that wasn't detailed at all. That was literally just jotting it down in my phone. I was right. like, okay, Monday we did like this park and this park and like this ride was really good. And we yeah. ate here, and then the next day, like, we did this park, and uh, this funny thing happened, and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But not not detailed at all. That's cool. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's funny, because it's like both of us are writers. Like, we've kind of always been writers. Yeah. And, like, I've always been writing, but I feel like journaling... I have an idea of what it's supposed to look like in my mind. Yeah. And I don't do that. 
but I'm usually always like thinking about or writing something. Yeah. I feel but I like I've been in a slump for the last few years. I feel like journaling it can just get like so personal and uh when you're writing other things, I don't know, like fiction or nonfiction, whatever, but you can kind of like just say like, oh, this is something I made up or this is just what I was thinking. But like with journaling, it's just like your innermost thoughts and some of them like you would never really share with anyone like close to you, Mm -hmm. depending on like where you're at in life. And um, some things you just need to like work out yourself. And I think that there is a little bit of a like... I don't know, it's, like, almost too real when you're, like, writing it down and then somebody can read it. Like, it's out there. That is really scary. There's always, like, I feel like that goes back to, like, being a teenager or maybe, like, a preteen and having a diary. Yeah, it's, like, ooh, I think this boy at school is really cute and, oh, I don't know about, like, this. And it's just, like, it's so personal and the worst thing in the world that can happen is someone reading your diary. Yes. <laughs> and I, I remember being a kid and, like, having a diary that had a lock on it and yeah. thinking to myself, like, there is not a single person in this household that would read my diary, <laughs> <laughs> whether out of, like, just personal interest or having some sort of malicious intent. Like, yeah. My sister wouldn't, my mom and dad wouldn't, like, it's just a non-issue, but I was still just like, oh, gotta lock my diary and, like, hide the key. Yeah, I didn't even write in it that much, because I didn't have much to write about, but I would, like, make up stories, I guess, and put that in. Right. So maybe that, that counts. I don't know. That, like, reminds me of this diary that I used to have that I completely forgot about until this moment, but I got it from one of those scholastic book fairs. And um, it was a fuzzy, like, purple diary with a lock on it. And I hope to God I still have it somewhere because I remember writing in that a lot. But I think I might have thrown it away. I might have had the same one. Uh, Yeah, they were very popular at the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my diary was fuzzy. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, man. Whoa, dude. Crazy. I do remember, um, I guess, probably, like, the most personal entry that I've, like, made that I talk about a lot, actually, because it just kind of freaks me out is um, after I, like, broke up with my ex, and it was just, like, this period of, like, a few months between that and then I met Travis, and um, I was just, like, you know, feeling a little untethered. And, um, decided to just, like, write some stuff down. And, mm-hmm. um, my stepmom, like, she's very into these, like, vision boards and, and stuff like that. And I've made one before, but they're not really my cup of tea. But she was like, you should just, like, write down your intentions or whatever. And I was like, okay, fuck it. Manifest destiny. Here we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> and so I just, like, wrote this journal entry about, like, some of the shit that I was dealing with at the time. But then at the end of it, I, cause I was just like really unhappy in my last relationship. And I was like, I don't want to go through that again. Like that was so stupid. And so I was just like, I'm just going to write down 
every single thing that I want to find in my next relationship. Like, no matter how, like, minuscule a detail or how stupid, I was just like, these are all the things that I want. So I ended up filling, like, a whole journal page, which is not, like, an 8 by 10 sheet, but maybe, like, a 5 by 7 and, like, bullet point. Um, And it was just, like, a list probably of, like, 30 different things. And I forgot about it. I, like, put the journal away, didn't write it in again. I just, like, got it out, put it away. And then I met Travis. And, like, I think three months into us dating or four months, I found the journal because I had moved in with Mandy. And I Mm. brought it with me. And so I opened it and I I found the list. I was like, oh, God, this is funny. So I started going through the list. I was like, oh, look, Travis is that. Travis is that. And I went through the entire thing, and there was, like, three things on it that I couldn't tick off because we hadn't been in a relationship long enough for me to know. Right. But I found it again, like, a year after that, and I was able to tick off everything on my list. Whoa! Yeah. That's crazy. How specific did you get on this list? Was it, like, must-have mole on his left shoulder? No. (laughs) No. But, I mean, like, it was things, you know, like... Must like dogs, because I had Otis. And, um, oh, yeah. Must love like... dogs. There's a whole movie about that. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, big things like must be ambitious. Um, right. Must like, or no, there was something I wrote on it, and it was like, I want to want to cook for that person or something. Because mm. I... I never felt that way about my ex, but I was like, I know that this can happen. I like, I want that feeling of like wanting to take care of them and feed them. That's hilarious because I would want the opposite. I, I would so be I, like, must want to cook for me because I, I like don't like cooking. I uh. like the opposite, but like, um, I didn't like cooking, but I was just like, there has to be some sort of like thing. Like, I don't want to be taken care of all the time. Like, I want to take care of someone too. So... Um, and then I, I remember just like writing, um, like must be muscular and Travis is pretty muscular. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of it was like qualities that were just like the opposite of what I <laughs> Well, yeah, cause like you break up with someone and it's just like, oh man, there were all of these things that I didn't like. So yeah. you just want, you want something different. Yeah. So. That's but, awesome. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, it was super freaky. It really freaked me out. But um, because the weird thing is, like, I wrote the list and then I forgot about it. Like, it wasn't like I was sitting there, like, at work or whatever, just agonizing over this list, being like, these are all the things that I am hunting for in my next partner. Oh, yeah, because that's the other thing, because it's like you go on a first date with someone and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, they don't tick off one of the things on my list. like. No second date for you. No. Because that can deter a lot of people from having a meaningful relationship just because they're not the, like, ideal person that they pictured in their head. Yeah. Like, I I definitely think it does people a disservice to, like, go shopping for a partner. Like, just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you can't shop. I mean, you can shop for people a little bit, but (laughs) (laughs) not to, like, teeny tiny details. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I just Must thought that eat was, like, really cool. Fruit Loops without milk for breakfast every morning. 
That sounds awful. Why did I say that? Yeah. God. You weirdo. I don't want that. (laughs) Well, that's what you're going to get. It's out there now. I already have a person, and he does not eat dry Fruit Loops for breakfast every morning. He's going to start. He's going to start. Yeah, he might. He's going to listen to this and be like, ha, fuck you, Danica. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. I did this to myself. That was the other thing I was going to say is, like, you ba- you basically did the secret. You put it out into the universe. You were just like, this is what I want, and you got it. I know. That's definitely, that makes me so mad. Because you don't like the idea of the but secret? it worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but you did it, and it worked. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, it's only worked for this one thing so far, so. Pretty major thing. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's working out. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's only your husband no big deal uh, NBD it's cool he doesn't listen to this anyways no he'll never know that's the best thing I love that we can just dunk on Travis as much as we want but we never really do he's just no. a good boy he is, he is a very good boy mm. you're a good boy thank you so are you I know <laughs> anyway more about journaling yeah, let's talk about this experience with journaling. <laughs> let's. It was not very good for me. <laughs> okay, no, I need to rephrase that. It wasn't that it wasn't very good. It's that it was very hard. I had yeah. a tough time doing this. Um, I, I was reading a bunch of these things... Um, for today's episode, and I I say this a lot, but I wish that I had read it sooner because I was trying to journal at night before bed. Yeah. But the issue that I was having was I was so tired that I would either forget or I would just not bother. Um, or, like, if I did, I have a lot of days from the month where I just wrote, like, long day, tired, and, like, that was my entry. <laughs> because then it was like oh i did it but yeah i didn't make an attempt um and then i was reading all these things that was like oh you should try journaling first thing in the morning like when you're still in bed before you get up or right after you get up and i was like fuck i didn't know that that was an option (laughs) because like i said in my head i had this i had this really like preconceived notion of what i thought journaling looked like yeah. And I thought that it was sitting down at the end of the day and being like, this is what happened today and these are my feelings and like this happened and this is what I want and like blah, 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 blah. But like mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize just at the very end of this experiment that it doesn't have to be that at all. And I think I really fucked myself by thinking that I had to do it a specific way. Yeah. Because I did a bad job following that very specific example so yeah i had a tough time yeah i agree i like failed this journaling experiment i straight up just forgot that we were supposed to be doing it for like the first 10 days of the month oh yeah no i didn't even start until a few days in at least yeah and even then it was like it was very small entries just being like oh here we go it's fucking 2019 dudes you're i don't don't know fuck just a lot of that really (laughs) yeah i mean like i feel that um 
like I'm going through some life stuff right now, but I also have like Travis and we have like a very good relationship where we talk about a lot of things. So when it came to actually like writing in the journal, I was like, I don't even know what to journal about because uh, like my preconceived notion of journaling is just like you're going to write about that, those things that you need to like work through and you just need to like acknowledge. Mm. Mm. Um, and maybe you talk about your day a bit, but like it's more about like the bigger things that are happening. And um, I don't know. I just didn't really feel like that need to uh, to do that. So I did I did do my best. I made quite a few journal entries like here and there. But I definitely, like, I couldn't even do it, like, two days in a row. That's terrible. I do, oh, yeah. Like, my biggest day. streak is uh, three or maybe four days in a row. And they're <laughs> very small. Yeah. 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 It's not – it It was hard. Yeah. So I think, I think my solution is to change my method. I feel like starting in the morning will be good. And I feel like letting myself – like write whatever will yeah. be better because there were like my biggest uh entries wasn't even stuff about my personal life like it kind of mm-hmm. was but i was getting uh inspired to start writing something else like a story basically and yeah. i was working out the details of that right as part of my journaling yeah um so that wasn't even that wasn't even my own shit Really, it was just like a project that I have an idea for doing. So it was like very rough drafts of that. So I think I think I should make that count. I think you should. Yeah, right? Because it's like journaling doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything. It can be whatever you no. want it to be. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. Oh god. It was just like it was a month, you know? It was. And Quite frankly, like, I was disappointed with how hard it was to do. Me too. I was so pissed off. I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? This is so hard. <laughs> and it shouldn't be. No. Just uh. like, and so many nights, like, I'd go to journal. Like, I'd roll over and grab my journal. But then, like, my pen would be elsewhere. And I was like, I'm not getting up. <laughs> yes. Yes, totally. There would, yeah, definitely be times when it's like, I should be writing by hand but it's like ah my phone's right here so i would just like scratch in a note so that's the other thing it's not even like compiled in one place because there were some days when i was writing things by hand and there were other days when i was just like typing in my phone so (laughs) fucking whatever man it is what it is it was hard it was harder than i thought it was gonna be and i feel like having the image in my mind of the beautiful bullet journals we were talking about earlier yeah was like upsetting because i was like i wish i could be that type of person that makes this and enjoys making it you know yeah but i just don't enjoy making those kinds of things no i mean i would like go through the whole spiel of like setting it up but then when the time would come to like fill it out I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I just know myself. Yeah, I still buy I still buy planners like every other year where because yeah. it's like 
I don't know, I'll be like, I really enjoy having a planner and writing down important dates and stuff like that. And there is a part of me that really enjoys that. But then I'll only use it for half the year and then I'll just leave it alone. (laughs) And then I get to the end of the year and it's like, why did I buy a planner? So then I won't buy one for the next year and then that year will end and I'll be like, oh man, I really want to have a planner. Like I missed having one. But it's like, you didn't even use it that much it's a vicious cycle yeah it's awful um (laughs) i don't know i was able to have some time to reflect back on 2018 yeah because i realized that that year felt like 20 years yeah and i wanted to like pick out and jot down the really like important parts of that to me Mm -hmm. so that's a that's an entry that i will cherish and i feel like that one was necessary Mm -hmm. and i feel like i should do that for the end of 2019 as well to be like these were the important things that happened yeah so like 2018 was a big year for my mom um because she had a couple different milestones and she had a couple different like cool vacations that she went on yeah and I got to both experience them and experience them through her. So 2018 was like the year of Mama Cher for me. <laughs> and when I was uh, when I saw her recently and I was telling her about that, I was like, yeah, 2018 ending was like kind of sad because that was the year of Mama Cher and now it's over. And she was like, oh, no, it's not over. <laughs> I was like, what? She was like, oh, I got to wait until like my birthday comes back around again in April because then that'll be like the full year because I guess her birthday was like the first major thing that happened that year. Right. So she's like, no, we got to make it the full 365. And I was like, all right, mom. Deal. <laughs> that's a good that's a good attitude to have. Done. <laughs> yeah. So she's still celebrating. It's like um, like the Lunar New Year. Like that doesn't start and end on December 31st and January 1st. Yeah. Man, I looked it up and I don't remember when it is this year. I think it's like February 5th or something. Oh, my birthday. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. That's great. Anyways, Um, it's the year of the pig. Sick. I love pigs. It is February 5th. That's great. That is my birthday. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I love pigs. I wish I was born in the year of the pig. Because I just... I just love pigs. I just identify as a pig. I feel like that's me. What are you? Are you? I'm a horse. horse. I'm the same as you. I was. I I spent like many years thinking that I was a sheep or a ram. Yeah. Um. But I found out that uh the lunar new year was after my birthday, the year that I was born. You just made it. So I'm a horse like you. I did. Yeah. And then I was like, damn it! Now I gotta go read about horses because I don't know what they're all about. I don't know. I'm not a big Zodiac person. (laughs) So I don't really care. And then there was a time, I feel like I've talked about this on the show before. There was a time when uh, my friends were talking about Zodiacs and they were like, oh yeah, you can tell that like this person is a Libra because, no, I don't think they're a Libra because you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Yeah. I don't know. You can tell that this person is like, whatever, because of this, this, and this. Like, that's what they do. And I'm also that because like, I like we're the same and i was just like yeah man i don't really care about 
zodiacs and I don't just pay I just don't pay attention to that stuff and they're like you're an Aquarius right oh yeah "Yeah." (laughs) and they were like that's a very Aquarius thing to say and I was like oh shit my bad (laughs) yeah we talked about that during the Spice Girls episode oh damn it that's right that was the Spice Girls episode yeah because baby Spice is an Aquarius and she said the same thing (laughs) yes I baby Spice was always my favorite when I was a kid oh damn it I love that. That's so good. Look at how everything comes around. Full circle. <sighs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, I want to jump back to uh, what you were talking about before, about how you think that journaling needs to be about, like, working out your problems. Yeah. Um, last year or the year before, I learned of a method that has, like, really worked for me about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I I don't know a better way. I don't even remember where I learned it. And I only re- reference it as, like, worry time. Um, worry time? So, like, worry time, yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it because that's what it is. So, like, say that there is something on your mind that's just kind of, like, bugging you and plaguing you and you're trying to focus on other things, but you just have this, like, thing in the back of your mind that's like, uh, eh, pay attention to me. I'm a problem. So what I'll say to myself is, like, I'll worry about that later so that I can focus on this now. Uh, but the important part of that is to actually spend time worrying about it. Mm. So what I started doing, and luckily I haven't had to do this too much, but every time I did it, like, really helped, is I would uh, get a pen and paper and just, like right and it would be the like flow of consciousness just writing whatever was bothering me and whatever i was worrying about and it didn't matter and you can literally like crumple up the paper when you're done and throw it away or you can keep it if you really want to but that was like worry time so you set aside you know 15 or 20 minutes or half an hour to just worry Mm -hmm. and get it out of your system and then you can go along with whatever you need to do right and it worked i like that because otherwise it's just always kind of bugging you right yeah so thinking about it and spending time worrying about it was very cathartic and then i felt like i could take steps to make it better if it was that kind of problem that like needed to get better right because there are some things that you just don't have control over and you just i don't know deal yeah, you just have to deal with it and get over it. Yeah. So having worry time was very beneficial, and I would recommend that. Yeah, that sounds like a real slam dunk of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know, it is. It is a slam dunk. Yeah. It's good. That's the only, and like, I never really thought of it as journaling, but it definitely is and can be. Yeah, I think so. I have, like, this new journaling uh, – well, that's not new, but I have this journaling ambition that one day I want to, like, start to do. Maybe I'll just start tonight because I can't keep putting it off forever. But um, yeah, I remember, like, a few years ago, I think it was um, – God, I can't remember who I was with, but we found, like, one of my parents, and we found, like, these old, old journals from, like – 
um, somebody's, like, grandma or mom. Oh, cool. Or, or, like, aunt or something like that. And um, they're just small little entries, um, but it would be just, like, went to the store today, saw Frank, chit-chatted, whatever. That's what my dad does. Yeah, and it was just, like, such a neat idea, like... Not only just, like, journaling for the sake of your own whatever wants and whims, but, like, journaling mm-hmm. for posterity. Like, yes. that is a really cool idea to me. Yeah. That and, is, like, uh, I should have yeah. talked to my dad about this, and maybe I will after the episode. Because um, he's been doing this for years, where he just has daily entries, mm-hmm. where it's not... It's not anything, like, crazy personal. Like, I guess sometimes it can be, but for the most part, it's just, like, a few lines every single day. And it's just, like, it was this person's birthday, and, like, we had this for dinner, and it was really good, and whatever. And it's, like, talk to this person on the phone. And, uh, yeah. Or it's, like, we had a party for this reason, and this person was there. And it was, it's all just, like... Small little details like that, but nothing that's, like, crazy, crazy long or, like, not teeny tiny details. But, yeah, he's been doing this forever. I don't know how many years now. Uh, Yeah, that's, like, that's so cool to me. And um, it's also just, like, really interesting because if you're writing stuff like that down, you might not think that it's very interesting or whatever, but you're just, like, here it is. But then... You know, like a little ways down the line, somebody could find it and be like, "Wow, this is so cool!" Like, what that an was insight. the other thing he said. He was—I remember him showing me this stuff one day, and he's just like, "Yeah, I just write like a couple lines about every single day," and then he's like, "Oh, like let's see what I was doing on this day last year," and it's like, "Oh, I had an eye doctor's appointment," <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "Like that's really interesting." <laughs> Like, it doesn't sound that interesting, yeah. but it's, like, kind of cool, like, especially if you do it for years and years and years. Yeah. That you can go back and be like, oh, well, what was I da- doing on this day in 2012? It's like, right. I don't know, like, we, it was a normal day, like, we made salmon for dinner. Yeah. And then we watched uh, this documentary. And I'm like, that's fucking great. I love that. I love that, too. It may not be cool now, but it'll be cool 10 years from now. Yeah. I think that moving forward, like, I just don't think that this regular, like, deep dive journaling is for me. Like, I don't have the stamina to just, like, keep up with it. But I feel like I would like to do, like, little, small daily entries. I agree. Yeah. Because I'll have, like, really emotional days, and by the end of it, it's like, I'm fucking tired. You know? I don't want to talk about my feelings. I just want to go to bed. Or, like, you've already, like, had your worry time for the day, and you're like, I'm fucking over it. Like, it's done. Yeah. Good night. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I did that a lot this month, but I just didn't really write anything. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it's time we wrap this up. I think so, too. Great. Okay. Rubric time. Yes. 
Uh, fun factor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how honest do I have to be? Very honest. Okay, not very fun. Yeah, low fun factor. Yeah. I'm really bummed about that. I know. It just felt like a chore. Like, I yeah. didn't even have fun doing, like, my first journal entry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I tried to have fun, and yeah. it didn't happen. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we have to change our mindsets about this. I think so. I think so, too. Maybe looking at it as a chore is okay yeah just something i don't know i just i wanted it to be more than it was yeah me too me too i had like high hopes for it and i was really excited like leading up to this month but once we were in it i was just like damn dude (laughs) i know i was like oh january is gonna be so cool because we're gonna like be journaling the whole time and then we got to like look back on it and be like oh what happened this month and it's like fucking who cares i don't care yeah it sucked yeah so yeah i don't know we need to change um so was it worth it like i guess (laughs) like kind of though yeah um because journaling can be i mean like the deep journal entries even though maybe we didn't have too many of them this month they can be really like cleansing and really cathartic yeah and just the act of like getting stuff out of your system is very good and i do really like that feeling afterwards yeah it's just like sitting down with a pen and paper is sometimes too much which is stupid (sighs) (laughs) i learned a lot like i learned a lot about what i think journaling is and what journaling maybe should be so and that maybe i'm not good at journaling at night maybe i should be a morning person yeah like there were i think the reflection part of this task was like the most interesting part to me where i really um had to sit down and think about why I was journaling and why I was writing the content that I was writing and why I was feeling this the way about it that I do and all that stuff. So that was Yeah, because I mostly just felt guilty for not yes. liking it more. Yeah. So and yeah, also maybe like, I should try it in the morning. Yeah, and also like I felt guilty like when I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Which is like silly because who are you journaling for but yourself? <laughs> only yourself but it's like at night i would go to bed and i would be like ah it doesn't matter but then i would feel guilty the next day it's like ah, damn it yeah i didn't journal last night (laughs) (laughs) and then i'd be like okay i'll catch up tonight i'll write two entries and then i did no you're not gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah i learned a lot so i i think it's worth it so would you do it again I kind of want to, even though I, like, I shat on it this whole time, and I want to try again. Yes. Ah, I think I just did it wrong. Can you journal wrong? I think I did it wrong. I think you messed up, man. (laughs) I think we both did. I think I did a bad job. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, like, failed this. (laughs) 
Do you, are you going to try it again? I would like to um, for various reasons. <laughs> One, yeah. like this year is a very big year for me and I would like to um, just like keep track of um, my own like emotions really. So I still want to yeah. kind of keep on doing that heavy journaling, but maybe I'll just do it once a week because I feel like diving that deep every day is just a little bit too exhausting for me right now. Oh, um, yeah. You can't. Yeah. But then I also just want to try, you know, maybe in the in between those two big entries or those weekly entries, I'll just do like the daily like little catch up things like this is what I did today. Yeah, right? It's like, when you'd be like, oh, we recorded Second Impressions tonight. We did this topic. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the only thing of importance that happened that day. Yeah. I got tacos. Like, (laughs) dude, the tacos that I had the other day literally saved my life. So (laughs) So happy for you. God, I am too. I'm happy for myself. Like, sometimes I don't check Twitter very often, but then I'll, like, decide to log on, and there's just so much good content that I'm missing out on my friends' lives. (laughs) Did you see my tweet about calling myself a tot thought? No! (laughs) We were having, like, a rough one, so Keegan and I just, like, made tater tots and just snacked on those for dinner, and I also had veggies, so it was a little bit more balanced. And we were just talking about how much we love tater tots, and I called myself a tot thought. Yeah. <laughs> and Keegan just gave me such a disappointed look. <laughs> he was just like, why? Why are you my girlfriend? And I was like, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's also see, true. I just, like, logged onto Twitter. There's so much stuff already. Wow. I follow too many people that are into politics, and so it's just kind of a bummer when I log on to Twitter. I know. I feel like I just need to get my friends on my Twitter feed. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, What are your thoughts on journaling, dear listeners? Do you like it? What are your tips and tricks? How can God, you? God, I thought you were asking us? me for a second, and I was like, "Did I not just tell you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, we need more input. Let us know. Do you journal? How often? What about? Uh, you don't have to read us any of your journal entries. That's fine. That could be fun, though. It could be. If you have a particularly entertaining one, please let us know. And uh, I guess, like, email it to us. That'd be best. Um, you can find our email at second Im- no, second impressions podcast at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You always that's say right. that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, shooting myself in the foot there. No, you got it right. Second impressions uh, podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, if, if one of you sends in an embarrassing journal entry, then when I find my... Journal of Embarrassing Teen Emo Poetry. I will read you some of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Same. How's that for an exchange? I will also find an embarrassing journal entry and read that. Can't wait. I think that's good. That's good. Uh, So (laughs) let us know what your thoughts on journaling are and, like, one hot journaling tip 
Uh, we're on Twitter at Impressions Pod and Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and I guess Vero, but like nobody's on there. Uh, Second Impressions Podcast. I'm really thrown off because this I is know, where I would send I'm email so and now you're sorry. Already did it. I'm so it's sorry. It's okay. It's totally fine. Um, hey, how about you tell us about a small podcast that you like? What is a little podcast that you love that doesn't have a lot of listeners that deserves more love? Because I'm on the lookout. I want to support small podcasts. Yeah. Send them our way. Do it. Yeah. You know what is a small podcast that our listeners should check out? Sasquatch Ain't My Baby? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't plugged I love them those in a kids. while. I, I put their ad in two episodes ago. Oh, that's good. I didn't listen to I it, th- obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, they're good kids. I like them a lot. Yeah. You were on one of their episodes recently. I was. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out, I don't remember what episode number it was. I think it's called... Scooby-Doo is a talking salmon or something like that. But anyways. <laughs> they have great episode titles. I'll give them that. Well, I mean, their podcasts are wild. I always, like, love to hear where their titles come from. Um, mm-hmm. But, oh, yep. Scooby-Doo is secretly a salmon. <laughs> episode number 38. Uh, we played a really fun game of Nuclear Winter. And I'm on there, and Dave and Kate from Sasquatch Ain't My Baby are on there, and Dave's friend Jordan was on there, and it was a really great and fun time. That sounds like a riot. I'm jealous that I wasn't there. Yeah, next time uh, you come over, we'll definitely have to do another episode with them, because they are Deal. a hoot and a half. Love those kids. Uh, but anyways, thank you, Keegan, for our artwork. And thank you, Travis, for the music, and thanks to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, and please give us a follow on Spotify. Love you! Kiss, kiss.